Expecto Podronecast. Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. Fuck trolls. On today's episode, our topic is... The Unbreakable Vow. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds... Katie. Laura. Kate. And most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Well, now on with the show. Mr. Banish Podcast, hello. hello. <laughs> Why are we saying hello to ourselves? Oh, no. It's kind. We should it's say hi to our guests. Nice. Hello, Tess. Hi. Thank you for joining us, Tess. Oh. I would say it's nothing, but I almost died coming here. Yeah. yeah. It's lung cripplingly Didn't cold. We all. Yeah. It's yeah. a cold weather report. The air will kill you. It's horrible. It's horrible. I, I remember, though, like, one of the last episodes we did, we, Laura and I were like, can't wait till it's minus 20. <laughs> we were like, we're like, we want our nostrils to freeze and stuff like that. I like when uh, my nose hairs hug. And now it does, mm-hmm. though. I don't mind when it's that temperature, like, early, early, early morning. So you're, like, going to a gym class, you're walking the dog, or you're doing something that's, like, really early and, like, late at night. No, but most of the time, it, like, <laughs> the sun comes out and it warms up to, like, a reasonable day, but then you kind of get the, like, rush of the cold weather. But, like, it's minus 33 in the blazing noon sun. You're like... Uh, no, this is a bad news time. So what did it get down to last night? Demo. I think it was Business. below negative 20. It was like negative 21 or something. I honestly don't think that the temperature matters. I think the feels like matters. Because yeah. like, what does it matter? But that, in... that's Celsius. And for you Fahrenheiters, it's around negative four. That was our... No, yesterday was 33. No. Negative 33. It was negative 33 okay, yesterday. Okay, let's plug that and in. And this morning old... going to work yeah. it was negative 33. It warmed up to like 26. But it was negative 33. So negative 27 and a half. Mm, my parents. For Fahrenheit? Yeah. My parents had negative 53. Jeez. Ooh, They're like, cars it. don't work, so I guess we're staying out for a bit. Yuck. Negative Do they have a fireplace? <laughs> no. That's the winter castle of... Winter. Shout out to our wonderful Tom, mm, who cannot mm-hmm. join us today, but helped make a wonderful movie. You may have seen we- it. Mm, I hope you enjoyed. have. Uh-huh. We yeah. hope you've seen it. If you've been uh, watching the Hallmark Channel, and lately, we know you have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a January special every Saturday at four p.m. Yeah, What's tune it? into the Winter Castle. No longer called the Winter Castle of Love. I thought it was Love at the Winter Castle. No, it was Love at the Ice Hotel. <laughs> and then that changed to Icicle Romance, <laughs> which is so like loveless. <laughs> I think then they changed it to Winter Castle of Love, which I really, really like. Um, but now it's just Winter Castle, which is like kind of an okay name. So yeah. in the end, they Except got like a fine the name. drop that... of the on Facebook. Like it's cleaner. It's true. They got that treatment. Yeah. Winter Castle. You know what my only problem with the movie was? And I hope it gets fixed in especially the mystery ones. Oh. There was not a blatant Hallmark card advertising yes. bit. Yes. Like it was, wasn't there? No, wasn't there was there pamphlets. When she was like, oh, look at this adorable card when they're in like that breakfast thing. It Maybe. wasn't blatant enough then if I don't remember I don't it. remember it. Uh, okay. I want to know Fierce prices and websites. <laughs> we to watch it again, you guys. He's yeah. like, no. <laughs> Maybe this is us being like really naive about Hallmark. We're like, well, cards. And really like someone's in the winter castle of Hallmark, like laughing at the top of it, looking down at us all. Like, like cards are just their side hustle? I think it was like their beginnings. Okay. And now they like they don't even think about the cards. Cards are just right. kind of like we're in the movie business. Yeah. yeah. Was it three hundred and ninety? Three hundred and ninety five million dollars at Christmas season. US. Wow. It's like a bajillion jillion. Canadian, Canadian dollars. Canadian dollars. Yeah. You know, that's a lot though. 
For the same movie again and again with different wigs. <laughs> <laughs> the same leading man, too. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you should get into that business. Just get like sure. a dashing haircut and go and I'm say out. like the same three lines again and again, and you'll get paid three dollars You just like maybe million. have to change your cardigan every now and then? Just I, Again, I'm out. Just be one like. One cardigan, one haircut <laughs> per year. <laughs> But what it if it be... was like love at the kitty castle and it's all about <laughs> like... Oh, that'd be good. Craig, you'd be good for these ones. Yeah, off-brand. That's my middle name. <laughs> Craig, off-brand off something. Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> was that just being polite because we don't say our last names or did you actually forget? <laughs> well, I don't know you You'll never well. know. <laughs> uh, funny. We don't say our last names. Okay. People have Shut found me up. on Instagram plenty of times. <laughs> Mm, not me swipe left for craig okay That's here's the Instagram thing though <laughs> I, I think that like craig is like this the famous one sometimes when i'm like looking for like has anyone mentioned our podcast or they like to like look at the reviews on pod bay or whatever i like type mr Vantage podcast into google and like at the bottom the first one is like People also search for Mischief Managed Podcast Craig. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Wow. That's just Craig at work. Yeah. (laughs) Thousand times a day. He's he's his own click farm. (laughs) Poor people. This is how SEO works. I'm sure it's know. looking for contact info to tell me I'm wrong. You say our contact info wrong. after every episode. Oh, for Craig. This goes out to Craig. Yeah. <laughs> there were two smokestacks on the top. <laughs> Four, damn it. Yeah, I, one know, was, I know, I know, I know. Didn't work. If there's one thing I know, it's Good. that now. <laughs> now. Jesus. Why yeah. did it have fireplaces? They must have just been for looking. Couldn't have warmed what? up the room. It would melt. In the Winter Castle of Love. Oh, of Icicle Love. <laughs> so the Ice Hotel has fireplaces, but the people who live way up north don't. Hmm. Why were they there? Ambiance. Maybe Hermione well, put a flame freezing it, charm. If you've ever been in a Quincy or an igloo. Hmm? What's uh, a Quincy? It's, it's like a dugout. an igloo, but you oh. just pile up snow and tunnel in like a little gopher. It's the poor man's igloo. All right. Yeah. Mm. Um, we check. just put tea lights Ooh. in it. And because you block it up with either snow or your bags, your body heat really just fills it and kind of freezes the first layer because it's too cold to actually just start melting. Hmm. So it's it stays quite warm. <laughs> yeah, Quincy's are quite warm. stayed in one all night with just tea lights and we're actually too warm in the morning. Wait, who? In high school when we built Quincy's for a class. Craig cool went class. to Canada school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wilderness school. We stayed in a Quincy overnight and okay, went snowshoeing. and requests on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Mischief managed podcast Craig Quincy. Quincy. <laughs> Midnight yeah. in the Ice Hotel <laughs> with Craig. There's no Sweaty info on that. lights. <laughs> <laughs> Romance. Romance. There were three of us in that Quincy. Mm-hmm. It's a big oh, Quincy. The search results. <laughs> the search. <laughs> well, Turn off somebody... safe search. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but moving on. Moving on, I guess. Whoa. Uh, do we want to do? Sure. The stuff. Uh, yeah. Point stuff. We'll um let you know who's taking over for the head boy, head girl, and prefix. These are your owls. So as I'm a reminder. For last year, the head boy was Sam Anderson, and the head girl was Charlie Wagner. Whoop, whoop. Sam Anderson of Slytherin and Charlie Wagner of Hufflepuff. Yes. Uh, Prefix for Slytherin were Jasmine and Lucas. Well done. 
Gryffindor were Aaron and Sam, mm-hmm. different Sam, uh, Hufflepuff, Amber, and Stanley, and Ravenclaw, Louise, and Henry. So we have two people that got moved up. Ooh. So I'm going to start with head girl, Jasmine, because yeah. you knock mm-hmm. it out of the park constantly mm-hmm. and you do so much work for us and thank you very much thank you so a slytherin Jasmine. head girl this year well done slytherin well done slytherin <laughs> uh for head boy also moving up henry Larsalo. Hmm. so you don't have to be too sad of giving up the prefix spot <laughs> you're a head boy now you graduated yeah thank you henry uh for hufflepuff our prefix this year are will Classic uh, <laughs> Mary Boff Kill suggestions got you that role. And Emily Jackson, who's ah. given us tons of great stuff uh, recently. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, Gryffindor, long time listener, Nick. Aww. Uh, some of these I'm not giving out last names because I'm not sure if you want your last name said. True. But True. you know who you are. <laughs> uh, and Gryffindor, Alice Clifton, Aww. who's also new ish. Yeah. And uh, tons of great comments and suggestions. Uh, For Ravenclaw, Christopher, who gives us all our great little drawings uh, from little bits of the stupid stuff we say and makes it (laughs) great art. Uh, So thank you for that. And Marta, who is probably the only one still doing burpees. (laughs) (laughs) Ludo isn't on here anymore. Uh, Anytime Fury meows. Oh, God. It's now the new. Uh, and finally for Slytherin we've got Rachel Hetrick ah! who's given us lots of suggestions and because <laughs> you're so sad that you're giving up the head boy slot Sam mm-hmm. we're offering you the prefix spot you never really got Yeah, because you went just straight to head boy because you deserve that but uh, your prefix this year, you can uh, live in reverse. And this <laughs> Benjamin is, Button. This is in no means because there are very few Slytherin boys. Yeah. <laughs> where <laughs> are the boys at? Yeah, where are my, my lads? Uh, but well-deserved <laughs> two years in a row for Henry, uh, Jasmine, and Sam. Very good. Congrats Sam's all. name is amazing. It's like Scam Anderson. Like Sam Anderson, right? Yeah. Newt Sam Anderson. <laughs> uh, so there. If you, your friends didn't already call you that, you can have that one <laughs> for free. Yeah. That one's on us. Yeah. Special shout out, I think, goes to Louisa. Oh, fuck, her name's not Louisa. Louise. Louise Johns. She was our Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw prefect last yeah. year, but she did such a lovely job and gave us a... Such really nice, nice gifts. Nice hand-drawn mm-hmm. gifts, and really, really appreciated that. Yeah. So c- and everybody. Congrats oh, to all our old really prefix. You are now house ghosts. House ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Teachers. You're the new gray lady. <laughs> Professors. Uh, you can be whatever you want to be. Let us know what you want to be. <laughs> That's easier. <laughs> we... <laughs> I like You that. tell us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks, Craig, for doing the leaderboard stuff. No problem. Very nice. Uh, if you're wanting to be a prefect next year, better start getting in those suggestions because mm-hmm. there's uh, plenty of people at the heels of these prefects that give us great stuff. So yeah. it was hard to choose. Yeah, which is excellent. And uh, House Cup 2018 went really well. Ravenclaw won again. <laughs> Second year in the row. It wasn't as close as last year. Where it was like five points away no. from Gryffindor. Um, 
but uh yeah good like ravenclaws kill it because the homework <laughs> but it's it's open you know 2019's just started so get them suggestions in and get points mm-hmm. stop googling craig <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> let's just move on no Promise. soup for you give it back no i'm eating it <laughs> Happy blood uh. soup, everyone. <laughs> Super wolf blood soup. Super wolf blood soup. No one's going to know what that means. That's, it's a moon thing. <laughs> everyone knows that moon business. It just happened across North America. And we missed and it. And the rest of the world. But you keep saying blood. They're going to think it's period related. <laughs> Super blood. If a woman it says blood, it means period. <laughs> it does. Of course. <laughs> Women don't have any other blood in their body. Sometimes it seems like that. (laughs) Corpse fingers over here. What? Oh, I see. (laughs) (laughs) The ghost in the corner. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It took me a second. I was shockingly confused. Because you were like focused on the period? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like you thought like a flow was so heavy. You're like, there can't be any other blood. And I was like, whoa, crap. We were getting into some new search results. (laughs) (laughs) Mischief managed Laura, corpse fingers. (laughs) Craig, heavy flow. Oh, dear. Anyway, should we go to our Meet Your Messers? Sure. All right. All right. Today for Meet Your Messers, because we had such an awful commute today, I came up with this... uh, Three choices question, kind of revolving around your commute in this awful, awful weather. So you get to choose one of these three options. Uh, Option the first, (laughs) when uh, you get to work or get home from work, someone is there to do the hot air charm, uh, like Dumbledore used on Harry in the cave, in the Horcrux cave, Mm. blah, blah, blah. Uh, So you feel immediately dry, your clothes are warm. And you're just happy to be indoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, you get 14 pepper imps <laughs> per week, almost like TTC tokens, <laughs> two per day. Uh, but these are <laughs> heavily modified by George Weasley and Weasley Wizard Wheezes to provide enough heat throughout your body to stay warm in any conditions outside. And it lasts for an hour per candy. And you'll just, you could walk to work naked if you wanted in it. Wouldn't hurt. Finally. And, Finally. <laughs> and option the third, a heated carriage disguised as a taxi pulled by Thestrals takes you to and from work. Only to and from work. So this is just like a, a company arranged vehicle. But to you, maybe it looks like a nice old carriage pulled by a Thestral, but everyone else just sees like a regular cab or an Uber or something. Can I ask a bunch of questions? Me, uh, me too. How fast is this carriage? Like As if, fast as regular traffic. It's not flying. It's You're in there, but Yeah, but it's not going warm. like carriage speed. Like it's going no, like no. a car. Yeah. Okay. How long do the pepper rooms last? An hour. An hour. And okay. you get 14, two per day. So most of us work oh, five days a week. So you get a little bit extra. Huh? 14 a week. So you could use a bunch one day if you wanted, I think. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, if you wanted to be warm and cozy for 14 hours in one day, sure. Yeah, like say you had an outdoor shoot. Oh, yeah. Or you want oh, to take a nice true. walk? Yeah. yeah. Like and a nature walk? They can carry over. So uh, oh, you can dang. start building them up. So that's. Mm, I might hoard them in a weird way, you know? <laughs> like, Not yet. Like, you know, when you have candy and, yeah. like, oh, and then they go off and you're like, oh, yeah. Or like potions in an RPG. <laughs> There's always like a few at the bottom that I would refuse to eat because I'm like, what if I need them? Yeah. And then they That's smart. Christmas go horribly bad. Mm. 
Yeah. So those uh, are your three options. I had question. Oh, you said that, I understand, there's like parameters with the Thestral Mobile that I can only go to and from work. Mm-hmm. What about the blow dryer? Is that only to and from work? Or is that anywhere I go? I'd say anywhere you go. I want to make that one more appealing than it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's plenty appealing. So anytime you get home, it's maybe it's almost like when you walk into those department stores and you feel a heater mm. just blowing a curtain. That's fucking nice. Mm. And like, but the, it the would good thing dry about you. That too is like, it's also good for rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just good for like cold. Like it'd be in the summer. Except like while torrential. you're out in it. Oh, is this only for winter? I don't think so. Does it have to be? I mean, cold weather. I'm just thinking that one has the best like full year usage behind it because we get some very interesting weather between the seasons because we have we have four seasons here so winter i mean you've got the cold and then you've got the lousy smarch weather and (laughs) then you've got the rain and then in the summer it's hot and sticky so you get to work and you're all sweaty after biking Mm it'd be really nice to have someone to just like air freshen you out and then you're just like a regular human being again Mm. Also, I feel like this would completely eradicate the smelly boots of winter. Because if you wear your boots all day, they get hella gross. Mm. They do. I think I got mine. The Thestral Cab. Wow. Um, No TTC. Yeah. Yeah, That's beautiful. That to me is just like... No carbon emissions either. I like it's a free taxi to and from work. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be there when you leave the door. I would just like, I wouldn't really get cold and you wouldn't really get that wet because you'd just be going outside your door and then straight into work. Yeah. And And your most annoying commute is done. And you don't have to worry about traffic because you're in the back seat. That's like if... And there's no driver either to talk to. Well, yeah, it's it's better than a taxi because I don't have to make small talk. (laughs) Anyway, it's like the perfect of all scenarios. And it's like like a driverless car. Like it's Hmm. like a robot car that I someday hope to ride in (laughs) exclusively. I have high hopes for those. I want them soon. Um, Peppermints sound really amazing just because like it would be so nice to be able to be warm when you want to be. Mm -hmm. Especially like the most unpleasant part of my day isn't really being outside necessarily. It's in my freezing office around like one o'clock where I'm just like, bone chillingly cold and i'm like i'm so fucking cold i wish i could warm up Mm. but i think in general thestral thestral cab that's how i want to the good choice go out in the world i don't think there's a wrong choice here no they're all really good options until laura goes (laughs) my head already went i'm going with number one yeah blow dryer it's a tricky one so my initial thought was definitely the thestral cab because that sounds so good but then my favorite part about warmer weather is biking because I love biking, but I also don't have to rely on anything. Not that I think a magical Thestral thing might be late, but if it drives with traffic and doesn't fly, then you could just be in traffic forever. Yeah. yeah. And I hate the idea of that. And I wouldn't do, well, I don't know. I mean, like, let's say it's the size as a smart car and it's got a little bit of that magic where, like, if you shot down an alley, no one would really notice. Mm bit more like a night bus maybe yeah but mm, not, not enough as. that everything moves out of your way like okay right i like the idea of the blow dryer but i'm still having to take that ttc which fills me with a lot of rage mm. but i think the pepper imps is the one for me because 
one of the most frustrating things for me about winter is like being Maggie in the snowsuit. Like I <laughs> hate that I can like barely turn my neck and like I'm so bulky. I just hate it. So if I was warm, like I could leave the house just like this, right? Yeah. I can wear my sneakers. I mean, now there's a bit of slush, but normally Toronto's quite dry. So like, I yeah. think I could like walk around and be normal and happy. That sounds good. You saved a couple for the weekend and you could just like be in a t-shirt walking around feeling good. Mm-hmm. That true. sounds like a dream. So. I, I feel like I'd give all mine away to homeless people, though, so I wouldn't really, Aww. like, enjoy them. Would you invite them yeah, to be blow-dried with you? We could say they're non-transferable, so you don't have to have the guilt. Oh. Damn it. Thank you That's... for alleviating me of my guilt. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to feel bad about the possibility of having to give away your magical things that don't exist. Thank you. <laughs> such a Glad good Glad I could take mm. that off your, soul- your shoulders. Like... That changes my answer, then. Because I was going to go with the pepper imps just solely because I could give them away oh. and share them. Well, like, you maybe, are just the nicest people. Maybe, yeah, like, on a day like this. I was like, how do I talk to fewer people? <laughs> <laughs> and you guys I meant are being to her, very not homeless people, although oh, that is a very oh, nice I idea. Love. <laughs> That's so sweet. I could just, finally be as warm as you. Yeah, I have very little problem staying warm. And I bike up until last week. Mm. Today was the first day I took TTC in this for the winter weather. Um, Did it fill you with joy? No. no. Well, uh, it almost killed me. Yeah. Didn't you Uber? I Ubered this morning because uh, TTC was backed up. So I think it might still be the pepper imps. It's a toss-up between that and the blow dryer. I don't know why. I kind of like walking in the rain. Like, I don't know why I enjoy mm-hmm. that. I just I do. But um, then, like, having the option to get home and, like, not be soggy. Or if it's mm-hmm. everywhere, just step into, like, a yeah. coffee shop and be immediately dry. That'd be mm. pretty It has nice. to be everywhere, I think. Yeah. It, yeah it would Anytime have to be you want it. Everywhere, for sure. All right. Yeah, I'll yeah. go with that one, too, then. If the pepperims are non-transferable. Well, I, I think the one that would fill you with, like, the constant, I feel good and I don't have any rage would probably be the fashion mobile though because yeah. like even ttc on a nice like temperate day is it's a rage maker right yeah. so it's like that's part of your day still you might end up getting yeah. sick it's like biking can be like a so wild card yeah. in terms of like what's gonna happen like i had a really nice streetcar ride on friday there were a lot of really happy drunk people at 11 a.m funny <laughs> really happy like <laughs> just little rays of sunshine yeah <laughs> amazing one guy turned into like a pbr commercial Aww. at some point and i was like okay cool That's <laughs> 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 so funny. i don't i don't always have problems with the ttc like for the most part i'm just like well it's part of my day mm. my life and now. i just listen to you know audiobooks or podcasts or whatever and zip on through it but like i don't know when i had to drive to work i liked that better mm-hmm. and even having a car and not having to be mentally driving to work would be the better situation of that mm-hmm. so it could be your story mobile yeah oh, why nice. not yeah yeah, yeah. That's carbon nice. emission also yeah it's true uh, anyway <laughs> great options that was a great thanks greg Thanks, Craig. <laughs> if no one else is going to thank Craig. That sounded can... like Greg. Do we have a listener named Greg? It's Greg Probably. Greg is the nice version of Craig. Mr. Managed Podcast Greg. Everyone's going to be. Taking over for Ethan. Yeah. Anyway, good job, Craig. 
Thanks. <laughs> Take that, Greg. <laughs> She's got a rival newsletter. <laughs> this is just so manufactured. <laughs> now it is time for the topic of the day. Uh, it's just all about the unbreakable vow. Mm-hmm. Why is it so unbreakable? And Why do you die? Yeah. It's like the most ultimate, like, cross your heart prompt. Yeah. Pinky swear. <laughs> you right? will die. Like, cross your heart, hope to die, you will. Don't yeah. hope it. You're going to yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah. And kids can do it. Like, it seems yeah. very approachable. Oh, well, really? Isn't yeah. it? It's dark magic, is it not? Well, it doesn't uh, really say. It, you'd think so, because anything sort of involving death kind of does seem that way. But the, there is that bit where... Uh, Ron saying that uh, Fred and George almost made him do the unbreakable vow when Ron was five or something. Yeah. Like they had their hands clasped and George had his wand out. Um, nice. Which <laughs> is something that, that I read. That doesn't make sense though because they're not that much older than That's him. what I mean. They would have been only seven so they wouldn't have had wands yet which I think is ah. one of the other reasons why Mr. Weasley got so mad they stole wands from either their brothers or their parents to use it. I guess it. so, yeah. What little brats? Either that or they've, I mean, yeah, they've they fashioned <laughs> their own wand. And because magical power can basically be channeled through just about anything, maybe it would be enough to do the unbreakable vow. Like even if it was maybe. just a twig? Maybe. Because, I mean, I guess the idea is bad. Like you would want to scold them for being little shits mm-hmm. be like no dude don't don't do that that's not cool it's like when you know that a kid is like pretending to swear where you like you get one friend to say like the second half of the word uh. and then you say the first <laughs> and like i'm not swearing they're not swearing it's like you have it together you are mm. so stop the it. itch oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> case in point <laughs> that was yeah. craig's other friend greg yeah, yeah. <laughs> high five greg Oh, that was really sad. One to watch. fan clapping. <laughs> <laughs> super cool, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, listen Greg to that. Just made me think of like, okay, so if Fred and George know that stuff, and it's like through osmosis, right? Because they have really older siblings, and that's mm-hmm. just like the way that life works, right? Like you yeah. learn your bad swears from your friend who had an older sibling, or from your own older siblings, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Craig, I don't know. You heard it from the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to swear until I went to college. <laughs> Just, just the whispering oh, through the trees. Seems like pretty intense for uh-huh. any kid to be able to know about it. I don't know. Yeah. But what I find, and I'm not 100% sure if this has to be all the time, but it sounds like the people who are swearing it don't perform the magic. There has to be a witness. So it's yeah. like yeah, kind it's of like, like contract. When you're, yeah, signing a contract or something. There always has to be a witness to sign it as well. It's and like yeah. a magical <laughs> version of that. It's like a notary. Yeah, but um, I think a death notary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But death notary. there's a good like notary. Wizard rock name. Yes. <laughs> oh no, my wizard rock ideas were in my phone. Oh, no. Sorry, Laura's had some phone sadness. All my yes. dumb ideas were in it. <laughs> I'm going to go back to paper. Somewhere. Babe, you're going to oh. have a Write it down now. <laughs> Nothing dies on Google. Put yeah. it on Google. Yeah. Craig, you're thinking. I forget Thanks. what I was going to say. Death notary. That's where we left off. Sorry. Oh, a witness. third party? Oh, the witness, witness seems like it's just there to be there to have a wand over it. Mm. But the actual vow is the spell. But I think that the wand has to cast the spell. Like, you can't. 
you need that power to come through the magical person that's there, but I think the actual spell or the words that you need to say are just the vow itself, so it draws whatever power out of the wand. I don't know. Like, there's no real consensus online of what, why the third person needs to be there, it seems. Well, they, I mean, they have to cast a spell. But I don't why? think they're doing anything, though. They're just with the wand there. But the magic is coming out of their wand. Yeah, they're casting the spell. I don't think so. Like, I think it's just suck the life from my wand, basically. You're doing this spell, but I'm the third party that is... <laughs> suck the life from my wand. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just like really happy that that bit was recorded. Now let's You're do welcome. another Google search. And here comes <laughs> Death Notary with their smash hit, suck the life from my wand. <laughs> Oh, oh, Lord. Can't get anything done I'm today. sorry, Craig. We're so immature. But as soon as you said that, we're like, hey, 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 hey. Nice. See what I have to deal with? Wands like an eggplant. Nice. <laughs> what about, um, and I could be not, like, I don't know for sure. Um, and so I will refer to my nerds. Um, Dumbledore and Grindelwald have one? No, they have a blood pact. Okay, because I was going to say who did that, but which if that's sounds a like thing. it's like the evil stepbrother of just an unbreakable vow. Yeah, it's like there's some other step involved, or maybe that's just the unbreakable vow minus the third person. I think it's the unbreakable maybe. vow minus the third person and minus the death, or it's the unbreakable vow plus Hep C. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. wow, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, it's uh, they don't really talk about the consequences yet of. Yeah. Grindelwald and Dumbledore, like, I just looked it up on the wiki, and it says, like, the blood pact, once it's contained in the file, that it's unbreakable, like, the file is unbreakable, so, like, you can't get at the blood pact to destroy it. So it's mm-hmm. the unbreakable file. It's the unbreakable file. <laughs> oh. um, Are you saying so file or vile? They're saying vile. File. Is it file with a ph? It's spelt with a f, but it's said with a vile. But it's spelled both ways. It's spelled with a ph. Is it Always? ever spelled with a V? I thought it was I think with maybe a v. in North America. Google search was I mean, ah. vile is in yucky. Like, yeah, that oh. blood pact was vile. <laughs> a vile. A violating vile. Vile. Um, but yeah, anyway, like, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, and the did they each get one? No, I think there's just the one. And do they have shared custody? Or I think <laughs> they should, but they don't. But if it's unbreakable... It doesn't matter, does it? You could it's give it to a dip. cat on a necklace and be like, bye. Like, it wouldn't mm-hmm. matter. It's like, true. Like, Fury's got one. Like, right it's there. they... Like, yeah, you're saying it's unbreakable, it a, but they really make it seem like a thing in the movie. Like, that like, he's trying to protect or something. Yeah. But maybe it's just he he is kind of arrogant and he values it a lot, like Grindelwald. It's like, uh-huh, I got your blood now. You can't do or, shit about uh, it. He's meh, protecting meh, 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 it from meh. Dumbledore because he knows Dumbledore would want to Find destroy it. it. And now that Dumbledore has it, he's worried. About that. It's just, just weird because it seems like Grindelwald is more amped on trying to fuck with Dumbledore than Dumbledore is with Grindelwald. At this point, True. yeah, because he didn't have the the file. File. file? So <laughs> I'm sorry. Do I'm we do we know a real fuck what the this. difference is? Like, do we have any like further information about the blood pact other than what I was in the movie? I don't really think so. I think all we know is that. As as far as we know, it's done with two people. Mm-hmm. There's nice. blood involved. Nice. <laughs> Whereas the unbreakable value is There's three jewelry. people. Nice. Yeah. No and blood. A, the one getting this life sucked out of it. Yeah. 
God. What? And it leaves an impression on your skin. Uh, <laughs> Kitty yeah. liked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it seems like in the magical world, there's the negative from the positive. So like uh, Unbreakable Vow is very, very powerful. That's why the other side is death. So seeing as this uh, blood pack seems like it's more powerful... What's the other side gonna be? Megan well, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> because also the, there are like a few slight differences. Like a blood pact seems to be both people coming to agreement we're going to agree on this thing where an yeah. unbreakable vow is one person promising something to one person. One person yeah. is the giver of the promise and the other person is the oh, receiver. Okay. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not like okay. they're making a covenant that is both ways, whereas a blood pact is like, we agree on this. True. So is a blood pact a marriage? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I was know. thinking about it. It was like, why doesn't, why don't all wizards do like an unbreakable vow when they get married? It's like, oh, if you. Till <laughs> death do we part. Right? Yeah, no. And then I was like, yeah, no, I guess, I guess if it's yeah. one-sided, then yeah, that's not cool. But at least with a blood pact, it's like both of them are agreeing to whatever it is that they're agreeing to. I suppose Yeah, so. but it might hinder some things. If you can't attack yeah, each other or something, like that Not rules out spanking, that rules out... Yields, like... it would be the other way. <laughs> yields would be like the unbreakable vow yeah. and the woman would be like yeah. entitled and the man could remarry. It'd right. Be one that yeah. Like that. yeah. But yeah, that it does seem like they are very similar, but I don't see anywhere that there is like a threat of death with the blood pact. Yeah. It's just like... It seemed to it me that it was actually physically like preventing them from acting against one another yeah like they yeah. could they could plot and everything but they could never be directly involved in mm-hmm. something that would yeah. mess with the other person which is very complicated like the amount of variables that you would have to even consider just to like make the pact efficient i mean it's dumbledore and grindelwald they're like super smart they're like <laughs> so smart they're super smart guys yeah. i have something for you please file file it's like so in the middle of those two yeah. sounds. Vile. Vile. Vile as well. V-I-A-L. There is no truth in the world. Vile. That one's just straight up vile. Vile. Yeah, that's vile like... That's straight up vile. Sounded vile. Ew. That vile voice out of here. We're gross now. Uh, so there we go. Vile. I'm very much looking forward to learning more about it though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is and maybe... I hope it's not just like going to be hinging on like some stupid plot thing being like what they build it up and they build it up and then they're like, oh, yeah, but the, the blood pack. So that's why. Bye. Mm. I hope that doesn't. Well, oh, that I'm just trying to find the who I was emailing, but whoever you were, you had a really good point. So I do want to find out uh, who you were. Uh, but they said that they really liked the idea of the blood pact more so because the whole hinging on love thing which i was kind of for yeah the number of atrocities that grindelwald starts committing yeah all the crimes we have yet to see Mm. um mysterious yeah (laughs) like that's so horrible for dumbledore to just be ignoring yeah when he could literally do something about it except for this physical barrier now so maybe the next movie or the next two movies are just like him doing his whole darndest to get rid of this blood pact so he can actually do something. And they keep coming to ask him for help, but he's like, I can't. Yeah. I know we're getting a little off topic about this blood pact thing, but it's 
it's kind of similar. Um, but like the more I think about it, the more I do sort of I can see both points, and I don't know what which one would be better for the story to be. Mm-hmm. To be honest, but like I think that what drew me to like the love bit rather than <laughs> the blood pack keeping Dumbledore from going after Grindelwald is that you see Dumbledore as like a flawed person. Yeah. Like we sort of start to see him in the seventh book and the seventh movie, not really, but like a little bit as someone who has made mistakes. And like, this is something that will help fuel like the guilt that causes him to make all these other decisions in the Harry Potter series. I kind of want him to make that mistake of not going after Grindelwald when he could have. But at the same time, I get why they make a blood pact instead because it's a little easier to accept. It's less like you can still be like, I love Dumbledore and not feel weird about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause an unbreakable vow, if they loved each other that much, it feels very like you have to be very okay with the other person dying. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a, yeah. like a love thing at all. Like if, if seems very disposable in a way, it's like, I need yeah. you to do this thing. It's annoying that you won't just do it. So I don't trust you enough. Yeah. So just do it. Well, yeah. The stakes got to be higher. Mm-hmm. So that brings us maybe to like Yusef Kama, like from, yes. from Crimes of Grindelwald. So he had, was charged um, on his father's deathbed by his father to kill Corvus Lestrange for some stupid reason. To because, get back at Papa yeah. Lestrange, even though that doesn't really make any sense to me, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, family feuds. Family feuds, I suppose, but it's it's just it doesn't make sense. Anyway, um, so that's like a father, a dying father being like, do this thing or you die. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, that's I'm super value, old. You Get value the hell your out. child's like, life less than your dick. honor or something. Yeah, yeah like that's yeah, like that's super rough. cruel to be like on your deathbed and be like, revenge is more important to me than my son's life. Is it? Like this is all because like you lost your wife and then you now you're going to like treat her son like some piece of garbage. I don't know. It's just like it, that feels really weird to me. Like it, it always felt really weird to me. Like your dad made you do an unbreakable vow. That's kind of fucked. Yeah, mm. but we've all heard of men that would have done that if they had the chance like on their I deathbeds so. like yeah. way back like commanders who was the Yeah. I suppose it is like ye old. Like it says it happens before 1901, pre-1901. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. And I mean the magical community is a little bit behind ours, so. Yeah. I suppose so. It's just but. it seems so sad and and also so pointless. And so it says on uh, the wiki this vow, however, turned out to be null and void as the child he thought was the intended victim turned out to be someone else entirely and the person whom he had sworn to kill was already long dead. Mm-hmm. So I guess in like... Which proves against a lot of the... A few of the fan theories I've heard that the child Credence is actually the brother and the mix-up was mixed up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> if that's the case. <laughs> like, no, it can't be though because... M. Night Shyamalan didn't write it. <laughs> kill him still then because he still has like the scars on his arms and I'd stuff guess think, you have it up forever maybe you'd think once once the vow has been completed the chain should break i i would have thought but maybe, maybe it's just a scar forever unbreakable vows do like semantics matter maybe always so then <laughs> your maybe dad always. the rude dad is like kill rude this dad. kill this dude or you die but the Say the the baby is the one and the baby's dead. He doesn't but need like, to say or you die. 
right, right, because the thing yeah. it's implied, it's implode. Yeah, um, <laughs> hilarious. Like he didn't kill him. That's what I thought. So when I first, it's not like you must be here and the baby must well, be dead. Like it's like you got to kill him, but the key's already dead. I don't know if that was the thing. That's like, what I You thought. have to kill him. It was more so you have to bring honor back by. Or you have to solve this mystery. Making sure the Mm. child dies or something. But I mean, you'd have to be, it would have to make a lawyer would write it out and be like, under the, under the, in the event of the child's death. But that's maybe why he still has the chains. Like, maybe it's not just the death thing. He actually has to dishonor the Lestranges or something. Or maybe maybe he just needs to learn what happened because. I don't know if True. the magic yeah. would like automatically detect if that other person is alive. Like you would still have to go on the mission to find them and like figure it out, right? And then like as yeah. soon as you become aware, that's then maybe point, that's yes. when it breaks. The magic is but it, it didn't show, so that's weird. Okay, uh, so if I'm, it's it's Snape, right? Meows. Yeah, and he has to kill Dumbledore. I thought it was something to do with Malfoy. No, so, Malfoy has to kill him. What's yeah. the one no, that, what happens with Snape? The last vow of the series is, will you kill Dumbledore if uh, Draco, Draco can't? So basically, yeah, basically he's like, Narcissus is like, will you watch over him as he tries to complete his task? And he's like, yes. Will you help him if he needs help? Yes. Will you perform the task if he can't? And mm. he says yes. So those were like three things that he agreed to. Mm. So, yeah. but we don't know exactly the wording for what Yusuf Kama did swore to or not right it is a little it was a vague in the movie and it's a little vague in uh in the wiki as well so i don't know if it's like these three things where it's like will yeah. you dishonor the Lestranges? yes will you blah 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 like do all of those conditions need to be met well, i guess yeah same with like the elder wand no matter what the father told yusuf he could have implied from that he's like oh <laughs> sorry implode that i need to implode the baby <laughs> <laughs> how does one do that <laughs> but whereas like that that ties in with your point like he, he could still think he is, has a mission yeah to do this yet the baby's dead it's mm. gone yeah super sad turn of events <laughs> where the not titanic sank the not titanic so with this timeline thing though say i said um craig has to kill katie we do a little zappity zoo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Timeline um, wise, sorry, right. Katie, <laughs> you're out, bud. Uh, <laughs> Timeline wise, like, can you be like, wait till you guys are like ninety and then be like zap dead, or is it like you have to kill her soon or you die? Like, how does? Because otherwise, it's you guys have to wait. There doesn't. Oh. You'd wanna. Sorry. He's purring. Uh, <laughs> I think that's something you'd want to stipulate in the vow. Uh, right. So. Because, yeah, there doesn't seem to be any sort of timeline attached. Mm. The only kind of timeline that was implicit in the Snape Draco thing. Implosant. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, it's nice, Craig. Let him purr. It sounds good. Sorry, not cat people. It's the nicest sound that you overhear. What about about these voices? No. So soothing. Um, What was I saying about? Timeline implicit. Oh, yeah, because, like, Dumbledore is about the... Kick the, the bucket any. Yeah. And mm. Voldemort's on... Yeah, and Voldemort's Draco like, you should probably... It. And the school year's coming to a close. Yeah. It's gotta yeah. happen. Everything wraps up in a in school June. year. We need a climax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, tunes are very eventful at Hogwarts. Very eventful. <laughs> um, because, like, the thing is, 
Yusuf Kama has that unbreakable vow for a fucking long time because it says yeah. on the wiki it's pre nineteen oh one and Crimes of Grindelwald takes place in nineteen twenty eight. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. So like that's a long time to have an unbreakable vow. Oh, but man, and he was a kid. He was a kid. It's so sad. Yeah. You know, but he's a bad a father, Papa Kama. Eye worms. Or oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, what the fuck was that? that? that also, was a weird why? Point. Like, Where? What? I forget what the point of that was even was in it? the story. Calamari. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Just for that joke. He and funny yeah. what a <laughs> joke. <laughs> We're still talking about it, aren't we? <laughs> Calamari. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Malfoy doesn't have one though, right? He's just threatened by you know, like the biggest murderer in the world. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, no, his dad fucked up, so Voldemort was punishing him via making his kid do something impossible. Yeah, right. Voldemort yeah. doesn't really have to do the unbreakable vow thing because he's like, my cronies will kill you, mm. yeah. and if they don't, I'll I'll do it. That's fine. Yeah, my snake will do it. It's cool. My snake. I got you. Somebody will kill you. It'll just take seven years. I did find who. I was emailing back and forth about the blood pact, if yeah. we want to go back to that. Of course. Uh, Temple. Oh, hello, Sorry, Temple. I forgot. But she says, I wanted to present my thoughts on the blood pact because I actually like it a lot and was relieved to get a real reason for Dumbledore to resist fighting Grindelwald for nearly 20 years. The idea that something akin to a summer romance warranted turning a blind eye to the suffering of thousands of people never sat right with me. I remember being in love with a man I met when I had just graduated high school at 17 and it was strong and amazing and all-encompassing at that age. However, it was two months of my life and things change with time. A two-month romance when your mother has just died is not the basis for the greatest love of your life. And I'm sad the fandom has accepted this as a thought. So I was relieved to have a tangible reason for Dumbledore's negligence to the rest of the wizarding world beside a two-month romance back in 18... 98 that kept him from acting for the actual greater good until 1945 i mean good point yeah i get that for sure i think that it it is perhaps a little different i think that perhaps first love like hits you harder when you are gay because like you can't like it's not a thing that you're really allowed to have this connection with another person especially back then Mm -hmm. like you shouldn't even speak of it like I could see that wounding you deeply, but I always thought that he didn't want to go up against Grindelwald, not necessarily because he was still in love with him, but because he didn't want to know that he killed Ariana. Like, that was seen to be the major motivation, that it was more just motivated by, like, I can't talk to him and find, find out that I'm responsible for my sister's death. Like, that possibility was too damaging to Dumbledore. But I get it. Like, it is nice to have an easy out where it's like, well, he couldn't have. Yeah. Because he made this rash decision when he was a young man. And we might see that still crop up. Say he finds a way of destroying the blood pact. He's still going to have maybe this hesitation of going up against Grindelwald because of the love and the fear of learning about Ariana. Back to the wait and see mentality. Mm-hmm. Hooray! And the filming just got pushed back. So really, yeah, Fantastic Beast three, the filming got pushed back. And the next. release date? I don't know. Hmm. Didn't say that. Maybe you know, scheduling conflicts. Mm-hmm. Well, we all knew we'd Film. be forty by the time this Stop. thing wrapped up. So, oh. guys. <laughs> guys, I thought about that a few days ago. Um, one time, I think it was like it was a couple years ago. I think. What but, when um, we were twenty? 
Yeah. Just a few years ago, <laughs> a couple months ago. In our no, 20s. I, just, I randomly, I called Katie because I was like, Katie, I just realized this now, but someday we're going to be 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Katie's glum. I'm glum. A glum gal. What a glum time. Yeah. Not to say that 40 isn't the new 30 for all you 40-year-olds. We just know that. Katie's only going to make it to 32, so. <laughs> so close, like you Jesus. guys. Like, She's in the winter of her like life. Jesus? All right. <laughs> I'm in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> we should make a quick, like, uh, unbreakable murder vow about you, and then you'll die, and we'll have to do it. No, that's not what? true. Why? No, because Yusef Kama's father died. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you mean to kill me? Oh. Oh, oh no, guys. No, to kill Katie. <laughs> I want to be clear. It's to kill Katie. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> We're a little mm. off topic, but it doesn't matter. No. It's no a Mischief Managed podcast. That's what Kate's you come here, here for. <laughs> which we never mentioned, so. <laughs> Sorry, By Kate. Way, we Kate. often do that. Like, when one of us isn't here, we're just like, that business as usual <laughs> then halfway through it's, the episode we're like by the way yeah. don't know if you could so tell all you astute people who already knew yeah <laughs> we have a different fourth member and tess is a guest hello uh, we said all we want to say about <laughs> unbreakable vows okay if you had to make an unbreakable i was vow just about to say that like i was trying to make that work earlier but i couldn't figure out how like, if there's something where you're like, I will 100% do that. I have no fear of death. Uh, I can make this promise oh. to you, and I know that I will be able to. <laughs> I can only think it. of really stupid shit like, Kill I promise to floss. Floss? <laughs> oh, God. Your dentist, and they're like, <laughs> You're like, I do it once a day. No, you fucking don't. I just had a dentist <laughs> appointment last week. Into a house of lies. <laughs> and, and I kind of did say I'd do better. And, <laughs> and I have. I've you flossed don't tell twice. them that. <laughs> I've flossed twice. And the last three months between visits, I'd only flossed once. So oh, that, that unbreakable vow is done. <laughs> you need a I doubled but, okay, so and I did. Yeah, you did, did it a steps, double. Baby steps, Katie, baby steps. Twice right. as good as before. I feel like I would want the legalese. Like, I would want mm. to be like, in the event of making the assumption that blah, blah, blah. And like, Therefore, have all of this. Yeah, vis-a-vis. Like, mm. <laughs> herefore known as the heretofore. The plaintiff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not a lawyer, not, guy. Heretofore know known as But she skimmed quite a few TNCs. So. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw a few episodes of Suits. So. <laughs> so I was on an episode. That should... Give Whoa! me some kind of guys. Lingo. Google mischief managed podcast. <laughs> Craig suits Meghan Markle. It's not gonna yes. happen. <laughs> Prince Craig. Prince Craig. Wait, Which so I'm three degrees from the Queen? No, what's that? Did you meet not her? Degrees. <laughs> uh, separation. Separation. Yeah. Six degrees well, of separation. Yeah, but I would have talked to someone who talked to yeah. Meghan, who talked to the Queen. I assume by now. And then we're getting Damn. eventually to the corgis, right? That's where we're well, heading. Yeah. You're only four, four degrees, degrees separated from the corgis? Yeah. Wait, why wouldn't <gasps> Megan be able to talk to the corgis but she could talk to the queen? I don't you know. know why. <laughs> They're the yeah. queen's corgis, You need a royal okay? decree to talk to the corgis. <laughs> I feel like... That's nice, Craig. It'd be nice to make an... Um, I was going to say unspeakable, unbreakable <laughs> vow to yourself with like a bucket list. Oh, like, that'd be good. Oh, I was going to go to New Zealand and like zap But then once you that. do everything on the list, you die? No. No, no you that die means you if keep you don't living. do that shit. Oh. 
Mm. And you put some sort of time. Maybe there's no timeline, and but then you I just die anyway. So. so maybe. Yeah. But what if no timeline? I guess you just are like. What I didn't if one do it of the all. things on your list is like an anyway. event, and then they stop doing the event? That's where really, you need okay. the legalese. I think that the, like we stumbled on a huge <laughs> fucking plot hole. Yeah. Okay. What? Wait. Okay. George so if, and Fred if, having wands no, wasn't no, no, big no. enough. That's pretty big. <laughs> but like, okay, so Yusuf Gama has to kill Baby Corvus or whatever. Yeah. Like he's got these things that as we don't we know. necessarily know, but at least he's like he's convinced that that's what he needs to do mm-hmm. to fulfill his unbreakable vow. But without a time limit, what is to stop him from not doing it? Yeah. If, what if he just dies? Well, like he he seems kind of ragged by that point, and maybe it starts to wear on you. Is that you the where longer? the eyeball parasite came from? But that doesn't make any I sense. Feel like he that's got it from, from the sewer. The ground. Yeah. yeah, like that's what Newt says. He's like, "Oh, this weird but, fucking dragon has these weird yeah. calamaris." Oh, oh that's Which, how that fits into the plot. No, yeah. it doesn't, Laura. It, it doesn't. Okay, <laughs> <But> thank you. <laughs> maybe it's kind of more like he thinks that it will restore his family's honor, therefore his own. So he's doing it out of selfishness more so than just to appease his father? I suppose so. But yeah, like it doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. You could last your whole life just being like, I'm on it. And like, even if you like went on to like wizard google and you're like corvus lestrange like once a day like and you're like eh, i tried like you have ei and they're like are you actually looking for a job and you're like, like totally yeah i looked at indeed.com so money i thought money. about updating my resume earlier today like, money i thought about it i thought about the lestrange kid yeah <laughs> I, so I thought about dead. what I'd do to him if I caught him. Oh, I'd give oh, him a... My old one, too. I'd kick him, sir. Like, there's really, like, there's no consequences because he could do that for the rest of his life until he died. Or because he'll does, die. Or he'll die. Or he'll die. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, I Maybe saw the glint in your eyes. As soon as you were like, wait a second. Like, something not right. Maybe it eats away at you or something, like... That in the back of your mind, smart, yeah. like an eye parasite. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> the um, the snake one makes sense, right? He's like, if you don't like, if this dude because, fails this because, tangible task, that's yeah, a right now task. Because Draco has a timeline. Yeah. yeah, Draco has a timeline where it's like you have to kill this guy in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, and if you don't do this thing, I'm gonna by the time this thing, you. yeah, you did. Yeah, but maybe that's so the stupidity let's... of the father, like. Not explaining exactly what he wants. He's and dying and he's Yusuf like, revenge! And then he dies. Maybe mm. kind of stupid too and takes it or just like loyal to his father. So he's doing it when <sighs> the whole time he could have just had a normal life. Oh, you have to have consent. So yes, say- Tess. <laughs> yes, you always have to have consent. You said oh, that so dejectedly. <laughs> Damn it, you need to have consent. <laughs> I was just thinking the way that if you like had people in Azkaban and you were just like, you be a good boy or you die, then you could really control people's like criminal activity, but they have to consent to it, so they just wouldn't, right? Sorry, I'm just picturing all the Dementors or, floating around Azkaban being like, you'd be a good boy. You'd be good, or I'm gonna get you. Or, or I'm gonna good. get you. Are you, are you good? Are you, and then all, they all have their ears kind of back. They're like yeah. looking up a little bit. Yeah, all the prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where the legalese comes in, because who's gonna try and get around whatever you make them vow like snape did it so obviously other smart people can figure out a way around and still get what they want Mm. i mean i think well snape was sort of told that he should do it by all sides like 
It was sort yeah. of a no-brainer. Yeah, it like, was kind of lucky. Yeah, it was just a, a very lucky coincidence that he was asked to do something that he was Dumbledore asked to was do like, anyway. Yeah, sure. Perfect. Yeah. And also, like, he was trying to, like, prove himself to Bellatrix. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I don't care. Tell me anything. I'll swear it. Yeah. One yeah. more vow was needed. You can't tell anyone about this. Yeah. And then that could have... Dumbledore. 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 Dumbledore could have the other like yeah. plot hole is that there was never any visible scarring on Snape. Yeah. But there's visible scarring on Yusuf Kama. Maybe that is something where it's like this vow has been on him for so long that eventually it starts eating away at his skin, maybe. True. Uh, maybe. Or maybe it was a scar because like, the kid died before he was able to so he never well then yeah that would be interesting too was it on the hand wasn't it like wrist up yeah but like i mean snape's always in cloaks how often do you see him in a t-shirt as we know crimes of grindelwald is a flawless work of fiction that has no plot holes whatsoever so that we know of we don't have any more questions or answers or answers shutting it down i know you guys already have opinions but i feel like from like a non-Harry Potter world and just like a film perspective, knowing that it's like it's going to be such a long amount. It's a saga piece, yeah. right? Like yeah. it's not just a one-off. So it is really hard to say that a film has plot holes or doesn't have plot holes or has pieces because it's like that could be su- like part of a really very cleverly interwoven n- narrative that like gives you some information and holds back vital information because then you have this big aha moment. There could be plot holes, but it's like it's really hard to judge a piece that has come out not based on a novel, based on like screenwriting. Like it's it's a really kind of tricky thing. I had a really nice time with it because I felt like it was a kind of film that you watch and you're like, oh man, I have actually not really any idea what's going on, but I feel like it's just there to start to give you some information and you're like ready for the next ones and you're like i I need to see like three more films before something's actually happening and i think that's just kind of fun like it's just like really coloring in the world and like um it's kind of tricky to say like plot holes or not because it could be this very intentional we don't want to spoon feed the audience for everything even though it does have like a very young and childlike audience it also has a very mature audience so i think it's kind of that thing we fit in the first category (laughs) (laughs) No, like, I totally understand where you're coming from. And I think, like, a lot of people feel that way where they're just like, this gives me more questions and I'm excited. I think that, like, a good sequel does some of that. But I feel like there were just there were just too many things and things that contradicted fandom stuff that we already know about the world mm. in, in the way that it felt lazy, like they're not doing their own homework. Mm. Not really like it's making it more complex. It's like these things actually contradict stuff that you've already told us are, is a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, what do we believe anymore? What what part of it is real? Like, Because mm. I think like a lot of the times when, with the Harry Potter movies the fandom that is more book-based has always been like, well, the films are the films and their interpretations mm-hmm. of the book. And we always kind of see them as like not necessarily canon, but sort of like an interpretation Close. of that. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the differences and stuff like that. And it just sort of feels like this is an interpretation, like a film interpretation of the Wizarding World that doesn't necessarily coincide with what we know about the greater world that we've been exposed to in the books and like the other materials and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i think it's just like yeah like a consistency thing and just like to me it seemed like a a rather hastily put together plot i don't know like or just like like jk was your uber driver and you were like um i don't 
think this is how we get there. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, like we're picking up other people on the way. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, it's fine. But I did just read that um, there is going to be an extended version that's going to oh. be released Yay. of Crimes of Grindelwald. So maybe we do get some of the answers because Ooh. there seems like there's just so much or, cut out of that movie mm-hmm. where it's like this can't to be the questions. It. Yeah. Like, more lead up to a question. Yeah, or, like, even mm. just emotional payoff for yeah. anything, like, reasons why these things happen, where we're not seeing it. Like, Queenie, like... Yeah, what why? the fuck? Mm. But, but more of that, maybe. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know. And if I if that's in the un, not unedited version, but the extended cut, then that would be great. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy with that. But mm-hmm. it just seems like we didn't get enough. Yeah. We said that before, but I don't know. I don't know. I am. I'm not like saying like this series is bad because I loved Fantastic Beasts and I am looking forward to see like what they do with it. But mm. I just think that they, they didn't do us. their best. But that's just my think opinion. of it as the Chamber of Secrets. I like the Chamber of Secrets though. Oh, I don't like the Chamber of Secrets. We, we rewatched it and we were like, this is good. Do you mean the book or the movie? The movie. Both. both. Oh, both. Yeah. Because hmm. there's nothing more exciting than like the intro to a world, right? Like it's new. Everything is cool and exciting and beautiful. And then, then it's like, okay, well now we're starting to build into like a greater story than that. And it can just feel a little bit like long sometimes or convoluted or like what? And then we start to like, like we've built this world up to a thicker, more robust world. And now we can get into like some deeper plot points. And yeah. I feel like that might be the Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. And you feel like Chamber is that yeah. a little bit? Yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll just reconvene in six years when <laughs> all the movies, or seven now, if it's getting pushed back. <laughs> I thought it was eight. I thought we were 40. Nine? I thought it, cause I thought they were it was only two years between one each. every two years. But there's right? already been two, so we're only yeah. three more. So six but we years. Have, but one just came out. I can't so there won't be one this year, but there will be 2020. We'll be 38. <laughs> this is funny. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> <Shut> seven. <laughs> I'm Things so might stupid. get pushed back again, so we could honestly be 40. Maybe. On that happy note. <laughs> <sighs> Someday you will be 40. Yeah. yeah. Who is 40? So Craig will floss. Yeah. What yeah. else will you oh, guys yeah. do? Unbreakable vow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wouldn't it be good if you I went to the gym mom. and you went to sign up? And like, oh, you got God. a membership? And then they're like, <laughs> no. That's awful. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or die. <laughs> or die, but what if you're sick or something? No, that's like in the stipulations. Whatever, the As in the, that's fine. You fine get print. sick days? Yeah, you, get you get sick, sick days, days from your unbreakable you, vow. You have to go a certain amount per month. You might as well be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I would vow to keep reading Harry Potter. Over and over and over again. I don't think anyone needs to force you yeah, into that. That's yeah. A, that's a bit of a cop out I there, mean, Katie. Well, okay. Well, self-improvement, well, Katie. Is come it, on. Does it have to be self-improvement? You'll, you'll or is say, it something that someone wants me to do? Yeah. Something that you wouldn't One do. One good think. thing about Crimes of Grindelwald. Go. <sighs> or costumes. Die. Okay. Perfect. We already went through that. <laughs> costumes are good. That green dress lady. <laughs> that's the sound? Yeah. That's Whoa. Yeah, that's the one. Wow. Gets me going. Just a, it's a bad sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we make the Unbreakable Vow and never make that noise again? Aww. <laughs> I think she should get points for My that. My freedom of speech. Thank you, Laura. Try it again. <laughs> this is why you're in Death Notary. Thank <gasps> you. Yes. What else? Uh, you said something about someone making you do something. I'll clean my car. 
Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's the only reason why I would ever clean my car. Really? <laughs> the fear very, of death? <laughs> very thoroughly. Yeah. I mean, it's a good motivator. It is. Mm. One of just the best. Just something that you want to make yourself do, but you can't just by yourself. So you, like, hire a mugger to, like, scare you into cleaning your car? I suppose. Or just someone to put a knife to my throat and be like, I can do, do it. I'll yeah, do that. see, like, this That's is what friends friend. are for. Mm-hmm. That's a good friend. You make sure I'm doing it. Okay, yeah. 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 Death and then, like, the, the cops no will come by and you're like, this is a muggle, unbreakable vow. It's Thank just you. threatening. I'm with being knives. mugged. <laughs> Please don't do this, guys. Yeah. Some of our listeners don't do are what very Katie young. Don't does. Don't do that. Well, Tess is the one. I the just knife. said I'll go along with You said knife. Yeah. I said whatever you need, babe. Oh. <laughs> I guess you're being a really <laughs> good, a good friend. friend. Yeah. yeah. I just well, feel like it'd be really hard to reach some of the corners in your car if you had a knife to your throat. No, I think you'd have to be like a, a, a bit away. Mm. Like what if not I had, right up my throat? Whole, so like once she gets started, time. like she's fine, like she'll keep going. But like you just have to be there to like I, gesture. I think the knife's gross. I'd rather like, I don't know, put you in a big fishing net and then hang you out somewhere. I'm trying to think of ways that aren't as threatening but are still like scary. I was going to say, like, hairspray and a lighter, but that's too scary. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I don't hold a knife to your throat. You think burning me is better? No, that's why I suggested a weird fishing net scenario. <laughs> How's she going to clean her car if she's in a net? Well, if she doesn't. The car's car. in it with her. Oh, no, if she doesn't clean her car, <laughs> I put her in there. I like that. Guys. Just clean your car, Katie. Yeah. I'm... I am the one volunteering this. As, <laughs> I am fully saying this is this is a flaw. I am a human and I have flaws. <laughs> My car is very uh. dirty. So are we all in agreement that the unbreakable vow is just peer pressure at the end of the day? It's like death. No, it's, it's like, way worse. <laughs> it's a death threat. Yeah. At the end of the day. That you're agreeing yeah. to. That you're agreeing to. Hmm. I think they're like, I don't know what the name of it is, but this is like a what? thing. There is in the mafia, right? Oh, can I put Tom on the... On of the course. Tom up. You're live on the podcast. Tommy. Hello. Hello. Should have said which Katie podcast. can hear you. Katie can hear me? Yeah, got, she's got I the got headphones, headphones on. on. Tom, if you had to make an unbreakable vow about something, what would you make it about? To myself or to someone else? Whatever. Someone else. Someone else. Someone, someone else. But it could be I... about your own self-improvement if you wanted. Like... I just no. vowed to clean my car. Yeah, Katie vowed to clean her car. Die. <laughs> Craig said he'd floss or die. Yeah. Something you don't want to do, but you do under threat of death. Something you don't want to do. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Because I said I'd, I'd keep reading Harry Potter, and they were like, you can't do that. So it has to be something kind of unpleasant, I guess. <laughs> kind of unpleasant. Jeez, that's really, uh, that's me on the spot, isn't it? Um, yeah, decision. answer the question or die. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's you. You have to make a decision or die. <laughs> I, I would make an unbreakable vow to always make a split decision without thinking about it. That sounds terrible. That does sound terrible. No, so it's like the start of a film. It's yes, man. Yeah. Congratu- yeah. We were talking about Winter Castle. Congratulations on Winter Castle, Tom. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, many <laughs> listeners now know about it. When's it playing oh, next? Go, yeah, go watch. Or That's the unbreakable vow. You have to watch the Winter Castle. Or die. Done. <laughs> you have to promote the Winter Castle for the rest of your life. <laughs> All right, I'll take Same you off Bracken's phone. Right. Say bye. Bye. Uh, 
Bye, see you. Bye. In hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's did, all. Did you have one? Yeah, it was flossing, and then I don't know oh. why that got attributed to you. <laughs> Neither do yeah, because yours was like, oh, yours was flossing, and yours was that weird promise you made your dentist. To floss. Yeah, but that was real life, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny, Laura. Mm-hmm. How often would it be? I'll make the promise not to steal your jokes. <laughs> Goodbye, Craig. It's been nice. Yeah. I'm already dead. <laughs> Laura, how often would you promise? Um, At least once a day, I guess. It'd be reasonable. She's gonna die. Floss? I mean, that's what you're What's supposed o- to do, right? Yeah. That's overkill. No. I told my dentist it I seems do excessive, three times a week, but... and she was like, whatever you're doing is working for you. So here I am. Hmm. I'll clean my car. You floss your teeth. Thank you. You're going to go to the gym. Ugh. You're going to go to the gym? Yeah. How often? I'm going to die. Otherwise, I'll have to say, like Craig said, like an amount during a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That way I won't die. Right. And if I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die this month, I'll just go to like 20 times in a day. Right. Like, yeah. Go and come back or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Just exit the door. Or it could be back. a certain number of hours you have to. Yeah. Or like work if it's, yeah, classes or something. Mm. Just like take four in a row on a Sunday and you're like, then. Done. Good, good for the month. Good yeah. yeah. for living. Yeah, it's got to be. Hmm. Then, Craig, what would you do? Did the floss thing. You did the floss as well. You too need I to. can't think of any other way to improve. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that was our topic. All right. <laughs> the unbreakable vow, everybody. Yep. So we're not going to do a quizzle because we do not have representations from all of the houses. Gryffindor is not here. Excluded. (laughs) (laughs) Not a lion in the house. Not a lion in the house. And we're not lions. Oh. I'll see myself. So many lion jokes (laughs) and you chose that. I tried. That's like George's holy. (laughs) (laughs) The world of year related humor. (laughs) Uh, yeah, uh, so we're just going to go on to uh, characters from other shows that are Slytherin. That's not the song. I'll do the song. Characters from other shows that are Slytherin. Yeah. 30 Rock. <laughs> I, <laughs> that is a Katie original. Um, and the suggestion is a Katie original because I watched the show and I liked it and there are probably one million Slytherins in it but I had to choose one and I did um, so this Slytherin is Aaron from Dairy Girls <laughs> which is a lovely show that just came on Canadian Netflix it's a Northern Irish show uh, set in the 90s and uh, it's very funny I recommend it sitcom it's great so uh, yeah here are some clips Oh, I'm excited to oh, hear yeah. the clips. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the accents. Oh, yes, it's still sticky. Is it worse than when we started? I think it might be, yeah. Great. Oh, I see. Yeah, th- this isn't windoline. This is, this is mayonnaise. Great work, folks. Absolutely brilliant. Well done, everyone. It's been a productive morning. Vanilla will be absolutely thrilled. Cool poster. Oh, do you think so? Yeah. Really nice use of, you know, letters. Thanks. You should come along tonight. You're inviting me to your gig? Yeah, well, all of you. But you'd specifically like me to go, I mean, just so we're clear. 
but uh, Murder She Wrote's on tonight. You never miss Murder She Wrote. Yeah, it kicks off at six. Sweet. Cool. Maybe I'll see you there then. Pause. Don't tell me Shirley and Calvin has gone. She is dying for herself. Oh, I'm so good looking. Oh, I'm so popular. If there ever was a more shallow, self-absorbed, genuinely unpleasant human being. Hi, Erin. Hi. Good. Grant. Not too bad. Can't complain. Is the answer I'd have given a few has to us. Right. Are you signing up for Paris? Looks like I'm going to need someone to hang out with. It would be an honour. Okay. Well, I'll see you later then. You will, Charlene. Indeed you will! Did you hear that? The Charlene Gavin wants to hang around with little old me! I'm just going to say it. I think Katia's planning on having sex with you tonight. I know. You know? I'm meeting her upstairs in a bit. She told me to have some food first. Apparently, sex uses up a lot of energy. You do not want to do this, James. Yes, I do. You're not ready for it? I am. She doesn't love you, James. She's just using you. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't care. I won't let you. I won't let you do it. You can't stop me. Fine. In that case, I'll just come and watch. What? You heard me, James. If you insist on going through with this, well, I'm, I'm going to make sure you don't enjoy it. I don't know why, but I feel like she could be, like, Myrtle in another oh world. Yeah. <laughs> Myrtle she wrote. Myrtle she wrote. <laughs> She's like a slither slither in Hermione. In yeah, a way. I suppose so. But she's like... I guess no studiousness. I don't know. I think Hermione would be able to tell if she was washing something with mayonnaise. Like, that was she wasn't, though. That was the boy, though. Was, oh, true. Yeah. But, yeah. The dummy. dummy but no, like, chap. Hermione would have noticed and corrected him very early true. on. Mm-hmm. Because she lives for that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I just think it's, like, it's really funny, like, in the show, they always get into these scrapes, and then she's like... Everyone else's fault but me. Yeah. <laughs> She's always like, it's not like, what the hell? Everybody was like, she was there the whole time. Yeah. She's like, in on it completely, but like, at the same time, she just completely is like, yeah, yeah no, it's all your fault. I'm super <laughs> mad. Like, why would you do this to me? Natural born leader. Natural born leader. <laughs> But she's like, she's really funny and like, it, it's like sweet the relationship she had with her dog and like, mm-hmm. she kind of lives in a fantasy world. Like the first opening scene of Dairy Girls is like, her cousin is like reading her diary and it's like <laughs> this like beautiful like narrative of like her life and it's really like, I don't know, kind of like aspirational, but like also like a teenage girl being like, this is my life and la 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 and like, oh, I'm... I'm a tragic little hero, but I'm soldiering on and, like, yeah. all this stuff. And it's it's really sweet. But, like, she's also, like, really kind and, like, she's really funny and, like, really witty. Like, I, I just think she's a really good Slytherin. But there's a lot of people in that show that could be... The show is so good because it just... You don't think it could get any more kind of off the rails. And then it does. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> it's just, in a weird way, still believable. Yeah. Probably because they just seem like such caricatures. Yeah. But and there's usually like fairly low stakes. Yeah. It, when it all comes oh, yeah. down to it, it's like, but it's really funny. Yeah. yeah. Good show. Good show. I it. definitely recommend it. I mm. watched it with subtitles because that Northern Irish accent is a lot. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I, I listened to it, but 
I also didn't know what they were saying all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to go and watch it again with subtitles because I feel like I don't catch nearly half of what the grandpa says, and he's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the mom's hilarious, too. And that yeah. nun is so freaking funny. Love yeah, the, the nun. nun was my fave. Yeah. yeah. There's only, like, six episodes, oh, so. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. It's pretty It's pretty a show. Yeah. And there's new ones coming in the spring, apparently. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. We won't start doing no. that. We had our horrible, like, Scots accent thing Irish is up next. No. <laughs> but yeah, good one. I'd, yeah. I'd say that it's a group of predominantly Slytherins. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Hufflepuff in there, which is weird. Yeah. But good show. Yeah. I think maybe James, the English boy, is maybe like a Hufflepuff or a Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> he takes a lot of flack very good-naturedly. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think Erin's a nice addition to the Slytherin house. Maybe a little bit stereotypical. Like, to me, she's a bit like a pansy Parkinson, but, like, not as bad. I don't think no. she's, like, she has that sort of death eatery vibe no. at all. And she stands up for her friends yeah. and her family. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't seem to, like, hate anyone. And no. even the parents are kind of, like, against the Protestants in a way. But she doesn't seem to be. Anyway, that's it. Give it a watch. Give it a watch. It's fun. It's a fun little one. It's your plug for the episode as well. Sure, why not? (laughs) Okay, for Mary Boff Kill this episode, we have three options for three characters. You are going to make a blood pact with one, a unbreakable vow with another, and a binding magical contract with the third, and they are choosing the stipulations of each. So... The three characters are Cornelius Budge, Dolores Umbridge, and Wormtail. Yuck. They're all Mm -hmm. really bad. Uh Uh-huh. Kate's not here. We can be as terrible as we want. She's not the threshold. (laughs) We all have feelings. We all have feelings. She's just the loudest. (laughs) And she'll get a nice one next time. (laughs) Ah. But he only while, gives Kate nice things. But He's while Kate's away, the Craig will she play. God damn it! <laughs> Horrible. I would blood pact. That is hard You're to say. Blood, blood. I would blood, blood bath. Yeah, I blood mood. Um, with Fudge because even though he's a bad dude, I think he's like, I can't go against him. But I would say he's like pushovery more than like. Like, Umbridge would be a terrible one because mm-hmm. she's, like, you'd want to stop her. She's very, like, active Yeah. in that. I would binding magical contract her because I feel like that's the least intense one and she's the most intense character Yeah. to me. And then with Wormtail, I would do the unbreakable vow because I feel like he's stupid. And I don't know, but I would be able to, like, get through one of those loopholes mm-hmm. with that because there were so many stipulations in there. And I think he's pretty dumb and you could get away with some stuff. Mm. I can see that. I, I agree. That. Those were my first thoughts as well. Now I have to think up new ones. Oh no, um, <laughs> mine's different. I was gonna do a blood pact with Wormtail because I think he's the least effective of them, so I wouldn't have to worry about him so much. At, and like, I feel like someone else will take care of him also. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like low stakes on that yeah. side of thing. I wouldn't want him to like charge me with an unbreakable vow because it'd probably be something really dubious same with umbrage so i would get fudge to do that one 
Because, like, at the end of the day, he's still the head of the government, so, you know, he has to uphold the law. Hmm. Maybe? Sort of? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I guess that would leave a binding magical contract with Umbridge. I don't really know what that entails. Mm-hmm. But That's the scary part. I know. She's so scary. I just would hope that maybe but she would she would die too. Well, you figure uh. if it's a binding contract, it's probably like a legality thing. So if you fudge yeah. up, you probably go to Azkaban. Oh, true. She's yeah. very bureaucratic, so. But maybe that's better that... than dying. Yeah. Maybe. The only one we ever know about <laughs> is the... Triwizard Tournament. Yeah, Goblet of Fire. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They never really talk about the consequences of if he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not at the point of saying what happens when you go against the government. <laughs> that comes in later books. Mm. So I think I would probably have the blood pact with Umbridge, just because I like that she couldn't harm me. Mm. That's probably the and smartest. It's like, we'll just be in stasis, because I think that she's probably the most effectively evil of all of them. Although mm-hmm. she could probably get around it, but at least, I don't know. But I could get around it in the same ways that she could, so I could send someone to go fuck with her, but at least she wouldn't. I don't know. It's just like some sort of level of protection. I'm more mm-hmm. scared of her than I am of any of the others, so yeah. at least that's just sort of like, I guess we don't fuck with each other. Uh, I would get Fudge to do the Unbreakable Vow, because, yeah, like Laura said, at least he's like, he's lawful evil or something. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like he'd get you to go on, like, a weird scavenger hunt or something like that, but, like, nothing terribly dubious in the end. I don't know. Like, I mean, he's he's a piece of shit, but he's not, like, Death Eater evil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I guess I'd have a binding magical contract with Wormtail, and, yeah, I'd just bank on the fact that he's kind of stupid, but, like, even still... I don't know what he'd get me to do because he's not really that big on action. He doesn't really do a lot himself. He's more like a crony, so I don't know what he would... I don't know what the contract would be, but at least in that way, I feel like he's a bit of a weak link in the mental Mm -hmm. capacity. You put your name in the Goblet of Fire. (laughs) Oh, no! Not again! But the thing is, like, Harry didn't have to try. It's just his Gryffindor pride. I would have dipped my fing- like my toes into the Forbidden Lake and been like, whoop. Yeah, just it. lose. I tried. The Forbidden Lake? Isn't it? No, it's not. The Black Lake. Yeah, that's Sorry, it. I always call it the Forbidden Lake, <laughs> yeah, I think. They can go in. I don't There's know. just a giant squid. <laughs> huh? He was baited by love. Well, that's true. Love made him. And his for, hero for complex. His for his Wheezy, who is giving me his jumper. <laughs> Aw. It's nice. Anyway, now so, try and be contrary. I think we all well, said different things. The problem mm-hmm. is I came up with the n- next set before Laura went after Tessa's mm-hmm. was the same and it was the exact same. And then the same thing happened with you. So you need to just go first. You can't go in. last. I am going to do the magical binding magical contract with Wormtail, which was the same as yours, mm-hmm. just because, yeah, he's woefully inept in that and he'll either make a mistake or just like not know what to get me to do Mm. or try and force me to do in which case i don't really care Mm -hmm. i will do the uh i will unbreakable vow with man i have to do fudge which means i'm doing the same as you yay um yeah just because i can't see him 
thinking so far out of the box that it wouldn't be something I'd be already into or at least be okay with doing. Mm. And then, yeah, Blood Pact with Dolores keeps her well away from me and... uh, We'll figure out in the next movie if we can <laughs> break the yeah. blood pact and go after each other. <laughs> That's my three, I suppose. Yeah, I'm coming around. I feel like that was the best answer. I still like Tess's because it's the first ones I thought of as well. Mm. All good answers. And no all wrong answer, people. folks. Well, they're all wrong <laughs> answers. They're all bad things that we don't want to do. Says you. You don't want to. You don't know me. I know you pretty well. <laughs> Much to your chagrin. Yeah, but I do. <laughs> so that is all for this episode of Mjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjörnjör
Yeah, Katie. It's a cat. Cat and mouse. I feel like I'm outnumbered here. You <laughs> certainly are. Just Literally really are. Good. There's three of us and one of you. Well, There's a bunch of cats, too. Ah. Yeah. <laughs>